Hello and welcome to the Jeff Hooks Podcast, back from our long uh, two-week hiatus, I mean, close to three weeks now. Uh, been real busy, haven't had a lot of time to do this, but I wanted to get back in here, and I know there's a lot going on with NFL free agency, and to this point, this podcast has only talked about the NFL, but lately for me, it's been a lot of NBA and a lot of you know changing diapers and all that too, and a lot of work, but all of my spare time has been spent on the NBA, so I wanted to break into the NBA for the first time here on this podcast. It is the 75th year of the NBA, and uh, as you might know, uh, on the 50th anniversary of the NBA, they did a 50 greatest players of all time. So uh, on that same thread here, we're going to add 25 players to that list to make a 75 greatest players of all time. I thought about tearing down the list and just making a whole new 75 because there's definitely some guys on that 50 who would have gotten bumped off by some guys, but I thought it would be a little more fun to just add 25 to the current list. Also makes it a lot harder because there is going to be a lot of guys who are really, really good players getting off of this list. I went through and I had 12 locks, um, 12 locks of the guys who weren't on the original list of 50. So just to tell you who's on the list, so you're like, oh, why am I hearing that guy? Uh, real quick, we'll just go down alphabetically down the list of the 50 greatest players of all time that the NBA did back in uh, 1996. It was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Nate Archibald, Paul Arzen, Charles Barkley, Rick Barry, Elgin Baylor, Dave Bing, Larry Bird, Billy Cunningham, Wilt Chamberlain, Bob Cousy, Dave Cowens, Dave DeBoucher, Clyde Drexler, Dr. J, Patrick Ewing, Walt Frazier, George Gervin, Hal Greer, John Havacek, Elvin Hayes, Magic Johnson, Sam Jones, Michael Jordan, Jerry Lucas, Carl Malone, Moses Malone, Pete Maravich, Kevin McHale, George Mikan, Akeem Olajuwon, Shaq, Earl Monroe, Robert Parrish, Bob Pettit, Scottie Pippen, Willis Reed, Oscar Robinson, David Robinson, Bill Russell, Dolph Shays, Bill Sharman, John Stockton, Isaiah Thomas, Nate Thurman, Wes Unsell, Bill Walton, Jerry West, Lenny Wilkins, James Worthy. And that was a mouthful. So I went through, uh, watched some film, yeah, looked up a lot of different statistics and all that, and I came up with 12 guys who were mortal locks, uh, guys who aren't on that list of 50, but have in the last 25 years unequivocally made themselves definitely uh, deserving of a spot on this list. My locks are Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, LeBron James, Dirk Nowitzki, Dwayne Wade, Chris Paul, Steph Curry, Steve Nash, Jason Kidd, Kevin Garnett, Allen Iverson, Kevin Durant. So those are my 12 locks. That leaves 13 spots for about 35 guys. (laughs) I started going down the list and I started remembering names like, oh man, I can't leave that guy off, can't leave that guy off, can't leave that guy off. And I got down to a list of about 40 guys who I could consider for these last 13 spots. And we're going to take a quick break and then I'm going to tell you who those 40 guys are and we're going to go through process of an el- process of elimination and we're going to get down to our top 75 players of all time. So we'll take a quick break and be right back. Welcome back. We move on. So 13 spots left in our 75 greatest NBA players of all time. Just to get this out of the way, I did omit a couple of names just because these guys are still playing and they're a little bit too young, I think, to be on this list. Uh, Guys such as Kyrie Irving, Dame Lillard, uh, Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid, guys like that who will likely end up being on a list like this. But right now, I don't think they are. Uh, the one guy under 30 I did include just because he has two MP- MVPs, uh, spoiler alert, is uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. I, you can't have two MVPs and not be on this list. So uh, He's the lone exception of the young guys 
I allowed to be on this list. Everybody else is uh, either retired or their career is, you know, already pretty established, uh, such as a Chris Paul or a Steph Curry or a LeBron James. So just to get that out of the way, if you're wondering, if you're waiting to hear, oh, is Kyrie going to be on it? Is Dame going to be on it? I left those guys off. Uh, again, they could still make this list at some point, but as of now, for me, they are not on. So 13 spots left. I considered 32 names. Uh, a couple of honorable mentions here that really didn't make my final cut. I'm going to run through them real quick. Uh, Rajon Rondo, Chris Bosh, Chris Mullen, Dennis Rodman, Dennis Johnson, Chauncey Billups, Ben Wallace, Blake Griffin, Sean Kemp, Derek Rose, Rashid Wallace. Uh, all great careers, all great players, but really didn't take them into too much consideration. Don't think that they have the accolades or the numbers uh, that a lot of the guys here do. So again, this leaves us with uh, 21 other names that I considered for these last 13 spots. I ended up with 10 more locks, and then I broke it down to uh, 10 guys for the final three spots. Uh, my 10 locks ended up being Gary Payton, Dominique Wilkins, Reggie Miller, Paul Pierce, Kawhi Leonard, James Harden, Bob McAdoo, who somehow was an MVP of the league and uh, a champion and left off of this original 50 list. I didn't understand that. Uh the aforementioned Giannis Antetokounmpo, Carmelo Anthony, and Russell Westbrook. Uh, the last two a little bit polarizing. Some might say that they belong in my list of 10 here that uh, should be fighting for the final spots. But I gave them the nod. Melo is one of the 10 greatest scorers of, scorers of all time. And Russ has an MVP to his name. Average a triple-double now twice. Uh, the other guy who did that is is on the uh, 50 greatest players. So I think you have to give Russ a spot just based on that. So that leaves us ten, uh, three spots for the last 10 guys. Uh, we're going to take one more final break and come back and uh, lay out the cases for those 10 and tell you the three that we landed on. So we will be right back after a quick break. Welcome back. Uh, two more honorable mentions I wanted to get in before we continued and handed out these last three spots. Um, Rip Hamilton was a part of that 2004 Pistons team. And I already named Rashid and Ben Wallace and Chauncey Billups. So it seemed unfair to not at least say Rip Hamilton's name in this podcast. Again, wasn't a name that I deeply considered for this 75 greatest players, but it's definitely somebody who deserves an honorable mention. He was that 04 team was amazing. And it was definitely the definition of synergy. A team was greater than some of its parts. And one of the most fun titles to watch because they beat four Hall of Famers, so that was pretty cool. And well, and also four guys who are on this 75 greatest players list. So definitely a true underdog story there and worth mentioning here. And the other honorable mention I had was Dwight Howard. Uh, I think a lot of people seem to forget how good Dwight Howard was in Orlando. A lot of people remember the goofy Dwight Howard, the one that you know, pissed Kobe off, the one that you know went to Houston and his career just seemed to unravel. He was a perennial MVP candidate. In Orlando, he is the he single handedly stopped us from having a Kobe LeBron final in 2009. Uh, he carried that Orlando Magic team. So definitely, at least wanted to say his name here. Uh, if his career, if you play his career a hundred times, eighty percent of the time he's going to end up in this top seventy five list. Unfortunately for him, the way it ended was in that twenty percent that it just unraveled for him, and the game also passed him by a little bit. He's now turned into a great role player. He's adjusted his game, but. The game is is geared away from post touches, so you don't see guys getting nearly the post touches that they used to get. And if he had been born 10, 15 years earlier, he would definitely be on this list. So at least wanted to give him an honorable mention here. So we have three spots for these 10 guys. 
Ray Allen, Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady, Chris Weber, Alex English, Pal Gasol, Tony Parker, Mono Ginobili, Bernard King, Joe Dumars. So right off the bat, I eliminated Alex English, Dumars, and King. And you can say that I'm being biased towards uh, players that I didn't get to see, and it's partially true. But you also have to consider that they were eligible for this uh, list of 50, and neither one of them made it. So there's got to be a reason for that. Again, I watched, I, I watched film. I looked up stats. Nothing jumped off the page to say, oh, maybe they were wrong about these guys. So from, from my list that you know matters to literally nobody, no, they're not going to be on it. So that leaves us with seven guys for three spots. That's, uh, Ray Allen's getting one. Uh, a lot of people seem to forget how good Ray Allen was before he got with Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce. And people will say, oh, he didn't win anything until he got with them. It's like, well, KG and Paul Pierce didn't win anything without Ray Allen either. And they're both locks on this list. So why should Ray Allen not be there? Had fantastic years in Seattle and Milwaukee before joining up with uh, with Pierce and Garnett. Uh, was a perennial all-star. And then had a great second act in Miami as a role player. Hit one of the biggest shots in NBA history in the finals against the Spurs. So have to give him a spot here almost solely based on that like his second act cemented his spot here on this on this list for me anyway so that leaves us with Vince Carter Tracy McGrady Pal Gasol Tony Parker and Manu two spots for those two guys uh, Vince I'm a huge UNC fan he was at UNC when I first started watching college basketball loved watching him play the greatest in-game dunker in the history of the game but I just cannot put him on this list. Uh, the lack of postseason success uh, is a little bit glaring. How uh, That being said, that series where he dueled with Allen Iverson in 2001 was absolutely epic. I'll never forget that. It was one of the greatest playoff series I've ever watched. It was, it was a one-on-one duel. They were just going at it. Each one of them would have 40 points, it seemed like, every game. Uh, but that's pretty much it for Vince as far as playoff performances go. Um, it seemed like his career was on a different trajectory. Now, granted... He's another guy who was able to have a fantastic second act and just be that consummate veteran for a lot of teams and the longevity that he showed, like playing like deep into his 40s. Like that was very impressive by him, but he's just on the outside looking in for me here. Uh, Chris Weber, another guy who it absolutely kills me to leave Chris Weber off of this list. Again, if we did uh, 75 greatest players, period, he's 100% on this list. But as it is just adding 25 to the already existing list, you have to leave Weber off. Chris Weber was the third best power forward in the league. Unfortunately for him, the other two guys were Kevin Garnett and Tim Duncan. So he got overshadowed a lot. Those Sacramento teams came so close so many times. Uh, you know, they ran into the Spurs and the Lakers seemingly year after year after year and just could never break through and make the finals. But God, that team was good. And Chris Weber was the best player on that team. He might be the most skilled power forward that I've ever seen. He was absolutely incredible, and it kills me. He was one of my favorite players. It absolutely kills me to leave him off this list. I could do a whole other podcast on my local sports team, the Washington Wizards, then, uh, as they were then known, the Washington Bullets, uh, and the way they mismanaged uh, Chris Webber. They actually had Rasheed Wallace, Chris Webber, and uh, Jawan Howard all on the same team and decided their uh, front court was too crowded. Uh, if anybody remembers in 97, this team took – the Bulls, uh, well, they, they got swept, but they took the Bulls to the brink every game in the first round, and everyone said that they were the next up-and-coming team. Uh, Going to be led by Chris Webber. Unfortunately, they signed Jawan Howard to a big contract and uh, traded Chris Webber. So on the annals of history, that's not going down as a great decision, but I digress. Uh, 
for Chris Weber. Uh, we're going to have to leave him off here, but there's only two spots left. I got to leave him off. Same goes for Pau Gasol. Kobe doesn't get those two titles without him, but he's just on the outside looking in for me. And I'm actually going to cheat a little bit here. So that leaves us two spots for T-Mac, uh, Tony Parker, and Manu Ginobili. And I'm going to cheat because it, I cannot leave – I can't leave T-Mac off. I cannot leave T-Mac off. I watched that dude score 50 points. I can't tell you how many times uh, in Orlando. It just seemed like every night uh, Sports Center was cutting to – a magic game and showing you, oh, Trace McGrady's, you know, got 50 in the third quarter. It was insane. He was one of the most skilled offensive players I've ever seen. I cannot leave him off this list. Uh, the, the postseason accolades weren't there, much like his cousin, Vince Carter, but he was so much more of a gifted scorer than Carter was. And it to me, it vaults him up the list and puts him in this top 75. And I'm going to cheat a little bit and put Manu and Parker as a slash for my 75th spot. I've truly started understanding basketball when I was a teenager and that was when these guys and Tim Duncan were you know were winning their were winning their championships. They had four titles together. Manu could have been a starting shooting guard for 28 other teams in the league and chose to stay in San Antonio and be the leader of that bench unit was willing to take a step back in the name of winning. Uh, Tony Parker, you know, cut from the same cloth, did not ever care about numbers. So if you look up these guys' numbers, you might say, oh, well, you know, Vince Carter's got better numbers or even like a, a guy like Pau Gasol or Dwight or you know, people we left off, Weber, all have better numbers. So why are these guys on there? It's just because they sacrificed for winning. And for me, that, you know, that earns you points in my book. So again, who, I'm not anybody, but for my list, they're going to share the final spot. So to wrap things up, we are adding 25 players to the existing 50. Our 25 are Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, LeBron James, Dirk Nowitzki, Dwayne Wade, Chris Paul, Steph Curry, Steve Nash, Jason Kidd, Kevin Garnett, Allen Iverson, Kevin Durant, Gary Payton, Dominique Wilkins, Reggie Miller, Paul Pierce, Kawhi Leonard, James Harden, Bob McAdoo, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Carmelo Anthony, Russell Westbrook, Tracy McGrady, Ray Allen, and then cheating and having uh, Monty Ginobili and Tony Parker share a spot. And that'll do it. That is our 25 guys that we are adding to the 50 greatest NBA players of all time to make the 75 greatest NBA players of all time to commemorate the 75th season of NBA basketball. Again, like I said, there's a, there's a handful of guys who are playing right now who 100% deserve a spot on this list or will deserve a spot on this list once their career is over. Uh, personally, I think they should bump off players from the original 50 rather than players I added. Not that my list means anything, but uh, I digress. Uh, This was our first dive into the NBA. I had a lot of fun making this podcast. I definitely hope to dive into some current happenings in the NBA, talk about uh, the MVP race, the playoff race, uh, who who I think should be on the all-NBA team. And then, of course, we will dive back into the NFL as well, talking about free agency and the upcoming draft. So look forward to some more content from me, guys. Until then, Keep listening and uh, let me know what I can do to improve. Thank you for listening.